Hello, friends. This is Maureen Lee Maloney, and welcome back to My Doc Journey, the show where I reveal every step in my process of creating a feature-length documentary, even the steps where I fall down and cry. Hey, friends. I hope you're all safe and healthy out there. On today's episode, we're going to talk about fundraising strategy, but I do have an update for you on um, the progress of my film, Voice of Vanilla. So here's what I've been up to. Last fall, I went to Madagascar so I could shoot my fundraising trailer. And this spring, I had planned to do a combination of fundraising events and going to festivals to meet producers. Um, I had submitted my web series, Girl Aspiring, and uh, an unscripted pilot that I had directed to a bunch of different festivals. I'm happy to say that so far I've been officially selected for about a half a dozen festivals, so that's exciting. Unfortunately, none of them have really happened. Uh, Some of them have been moved online, and some of them have been postponed. Uh, So I'm down, but I'm not out with the festivals. Um, My events were canceled, my fundraising events, but I am actually in the process of planning some online events that I'm really, really excited about. So stay tuned for details about those uh, because I think they're going to be really fun. Okay, so for today's episode, I've been helping some friends out with their projects recently, and I realized that none of them have any sort of fundraising strategy planned out. And I don't think that they've actually really read any books on fundraising. And since I've spent a lot of time reading about fundraising, I thought I'd give you all a basic outline of the fundraising options that are out there and the basic things you should know in order to determine which options are best for you. Because obviously you can't go after every type of funding, um, It just takes a ton of time, and unless you have a whole team of people who are willing to help you with fundraising, which is probably not going to happen just in my personal experience, but if that happens for you, bravo. But probably you're going to have to pick a few options and and create a strategy around those options. A quick disclaimer, though, I am not going to be talking about investors because I really don't know anything about that. If I happen to come across someone, or if any of you guys know someone who has been really successful getting investors for a documentary film, um, I would love to have anybody like that on the show. Uh, I do think that investing could be a really viable option for documentary film, since you know a lot of low-budget indies get investors, and frankly, I think these days docs have way more potential than indie films for making money, or at least that's my personal belief. Anyway, on with my outline of the basic steps to fundraising. And as always, you can find the show notes at mydocjourney.com, where incidentally, you can also download the free ebook, A Roadmap to Becoming a Documentary Filmmaker. Okay, so the first thing that you want to do, and I should say a lot of this comes from Maury Warsawski's book, Shaking the Money Tree. So if, um, I definitely recommend checking that book out. The first thing that you want to do is write your mission statement. And this is probably the least intuitive thing, but 
it's a really powerful tool when you can, you know, you can describe your film and you can tell them why you're making it. But if you can really articulate what your overall mission is for for filmmaking in general, that's really going to give you a strong filmmaking backbone and it's going to be impressive to people. So think about what your overall filmmaking goal is. I know for me, I really want to bring people together across geographic and cultural boundaries through storytelling. And secondarily, I also really want to promote women and equality. So think about that and have something succinct that you can put on your website, put on your Facebook pages, um, let people know, broadcast that mission statement. Okay, the second step is to find a fiscal sponsor. Um, I've mentioned this before, From the Heart Productions is my fiscal sponsor, basically it's a nonprofit that is going to be your umbrella. Your film is going to be underneath that nonprofit so that donations that are made to you can be tax deductible. So if somebody wants to make a large donation, they probably want that to be tax deductible. Also, if you are getting money from a foundation, that typically has to go through a nonprofit. So you're going to need a fiscal sponsor for any of those. The fiscal sponsor is going to take a little bit of that money, probably like 5% for them, for their, their fee for fiscally sponsoring you. But that's going to be, you know, totally worth it at the end. And depending on the fiscal sponsor, you might get other benefits as well. Uh, so some organizations might have a movie theater that they allow you to screen. Uh, some organizations might have connections to labs or grants or things like that. So look around. I believe IDA.org, the International Documentary Association, does a fiscal sponsorship. Um, there's Women Make Movies, I believe, is one. You, you might have a local film organization. So look around and find the fiscal sponsor that works for you. The third thing you're gonna wanna do is to create a trailer for your film. Now you might be saying, I can't possibly create a trailer until I have money. Let me just say, this is critically important and believe me, you can create a trailer. Go online, look at stock footage sites, Find, it doesn't have to be exactly what your film will be, but find stock footage that matches what you need and create something from that. Later on, you can change it once you have your own footage, but this is something that I really wish that I had done sooner is just to go online, find that stock footage and create a trailer. You can apply for grants. You can do things without a trailer, but none of that is really going to be effective until you have something one to two minutes that you can show people. So then the fourth step is to start applying for grants. And I want to say this is really a long-term thing. So if your film is not going to be that long or if it's going to be the type of film where you can shoot it in a month and then edit it in another month and you're planning to shoot it next month and so... You're not going to have a lot of time to wait to get funds. 
maybe this is something you skip for now, or maybe you just wait and look for finishing funds or grants for impact and distribution. But the thing about grants is that it is a long-term thing. You have to apply for most grants several times before you even have a chance of getting that grant. It's just a, a, a numbers game, really. You have to keep applying over and over and over again, year after year, and it may take several years to get a grant. They're very, very competitive, and so you constantly want to be improving your proposal. And again, most of these grants you can apply to if you don't have a trailer. You will not get a grant, though, without a trailer. So make it. There are also other benefits. If you're thinking applying for grants totally isn't worth it, you should know that there are other benefits besides just the money that you'll get. A lot of grants also come with things like connections to distributors or film festivals or labs where you can, you know, meet people and connect and improve your film. So it's another thing to think about when applying to grants. Okay, step five is build your community. And the first thing that you want to do here is create a spreadsheet and write down your entire circle of influence. Start writing down all of the people you know, all of the people your family or friends are connected with, organizations and things like that, and start talking to people, ideally in person. Because in-person requests for help are always going to be the best way to get support and further widen your sphere. Of all the other planning you can do, this is the one thing that you, you can't ever really know the benefits that are going to come from reaching out to people and asking for help. And somebody's going to know somebody's going to know somebody and magic is going to happen here. So just start talking to people um, and make sure that you keep track of it. Keep track of who you talk to and when. Keep little notes about what you discussed. Follow up with people. Keep in touch with them. And this is going to be your best strategy overall because you might get money or you might just get support. You might get help from people. You might get connections. Anything is possible here. And then related to that, I would say ask certain people who have a strong connection to the film to be really, really active with you. Maybe create like a, an, an advisory board of your friends and mentors who are most connected to you or the film. And those people can then, they can potentially help you delegate some of your responsibilities. They can give you feedback or give you ideas on different steps, things like proposals or your trailer. They can really help you throughout the process. And also, this can just be a really lonely undertaking. And those people are just going to help support you through the entire thing. Next, as part of building your community, you want to create your social media plan. So first is like figuring out which social media sites are going to be best for your project. If you're doing something in the space of nonprofits or education or business, LinkedIn might be your best option. Um, Facebook and Instagram, it's those are good things to have, but they're 
they're kind of dodgy these days and they're frankly getting dodgier all the time. Twitter can be hit and miss. And of course, you know, other things are popping up constantly. So there might be another avenue that works for you. If you're doing something comedy related, TikTok might be the place to go. I'm a big fan of TikTok personally, although I don't think that it would be related at all to my film, but it might be related to your film. And finally, under Build Your Community, look for newspapers, magazines, and websites that are related to your topic and look into submitting articles for publication. Um, If you can get some articles submitted at any of these places, that's going to bring awareness to your project and also credibility to you if you can get stuff published. Um, There's a lot of benefit that can come from writing short articles for publications. Okay, moving on to step six, develop your pitch. You want to have, I'm sure you've heard this before, an elevator pitch, something that you can tell people quickly. All right, so this should be short and sweet, 20 to 30 seconds, something that you say to people that makes them go, oh, that sounds really interesting. Tell me more. And now you can talk to them probably all you want without worrying that they're just going to get annoyed with you for just coming at you with your business. If you can be really passionate and just really succinct with your information, you're going to draw them in. And one of the things that I hear suggested a lot, and I would definitely suggest this, is you want to practice lots and lots. um, Pitch 10 times a day if you can. Okay, the seventh step is to create events. Again, going back to doing things in person, this is going to be the best way to connect with people and to get support. Events are a great way to build your community and to raise awareness about your project. Now you might be thinking, hey, Mo, your events all got canceled. What are you going to do? Do online events. I'm sure there's something cool that you can create around your film. Administrator access to Zoom costs money, but you probably know somebody with administrator access who'd be willing to help you out. And online events are almost better than real person events because you got no overhead, people can come from anywhere in the world, and you don't even have to wear pants. So there you go. Win, win, win. The eighth item I have on my list is raising money from individuals. So this kind of goes back to uh, creating that list of your circle of influence. Um, You might create a separate list of people who you could potentially ask for funding specifically. Um, You could get these just from the people you know, from your friends, from your family. You might look through newspapers, uh, local news articles to find out who the movers and the shakers are in your area. Uh, You could have brainstorming parties with your advisory team that you've created to come up with more names. Basically, you can just create huge lists of names and then you can try to approach them. So how are you going to try to approach people? So one-on-one direct asks are going to be the best approach if you have a direct connection to someone. You can ask them out for coffee or a virtual coffee on Zoom and ask them that way. 
You can uh, send out emails or letters to people. I would say always make it a personal letter. Again, if you have a fundraising advisory board, then you can divide these letters among you and your advisory board. And a big thing that I have not personally tried yet, but several people have brought up to me is the fundraising house party, where if you have one really social friend that would be willing to have a party in your honor, then um, you can invite people specifically to tell them about the film, show them your trailer, which you've already made, and ask for money that way. And there is a whole separate book about fundraising house parties and how to do them. So related to individuals, here I'll mention crowdfunding. Now, I think that I've mentioned this before, but crowdfunding is a beast and it's a major undertaking. And it's kind of shocking to me that there are still people who treat crowdfunding like it's a magic bullet, like, oh, I'll just do a crowdfunding campaign and raise all this money. No, crowdfunding is something that you have to plan for four months and it takes a lot of work. Now, yes, you can raise money this way. And there are other benefits to crowdfunding like building your audience and and reaching people whom you might not otherwise reach. But before you can begin crowdfunding, you must, must, must have already done the work of building your community. And you have to have a big email list, especially if you're a first-time filmmaker. So if you are a film first-time filmmaker and right now you don't have any list or it's 100 people or less on your email list, you need to build that up first. Now, I'm, I'm not going to go totally into crowdfunding here because there is a resource where you can find out everything that you need, and that is at seedandspark.com. Seed and Spark is a great crowdfunding website for filmmakers if you're not familiar with it, and they have a free fundraising class. Um, and you can do it when, who knows when they'll start doing in-person ones. You can do it online. And if you ever get the chance to do it in person, um, I recommend that as well. So just go to seedandspark.com for that. Okay, number nine on my list is contacting other nonprofits. Now, you might think there's no way I'm going to get money from another nonprofit because they're trying to raise money too. And that is true, but you might find strategic partners with other nonprofits especially if you find another nonprofit that is related to your film, a similar type of mission and audience, you may be able to do some cross promotion and that's going to help you build your community. And that that way you are hopefully offering something of value to their community. So it should be a symbiotic relationship. Another thing to think about is potentially combining a fundraiser. Say you want to do an event, but you don't have that big of a community. Maybe you can partner with a nonprofit that has a big community. They can piggyback off of your event and you can split the funds that are raised or something like that. There's a lot of ways that you can work with other nonprofits to benefit both you and that nonprofit and ultimately make your project better 
There may be nonprofits where you can get funding from. Um, ITVS actually is a, a, a nonprofit that funds documentary films, and I think maybe non-documentary films as well. I'm not sure about that. There are organizations like Rotary International and the Lions Club that also uh, give donations. So it's worth looking into other nonprofits. To find nonprofits that are related to your project, I would say look into professional journals and conferences. I recently went to a conference at the Posner Center here in Denver, which does um, international nonprofit. Uh, it's like a workspace for international nonprofits. And I connected with several really amazing nonprofits that are working in my field. And it really did improve my knowledge just to know about their, non their work that they're doing. Number 10 is government sources of funding, which I haven't tried to tap into. My understanding is that there's a lot of red tape, which can be expected because it's the government. But some sources you might want to look into are things like the National Endowment for the Arts, the National Endowment for the Humanities. There is uh, the Corporation for Public, Public Broadcasting, of course. And there might be other organizations that are related to your film, depending on what your film is, maybe the Department of Agriculture or the Department of Forestry, things like that. And those are on the national level. You can also look at the state and local level. There might be um, tourism boards or humanities councils or things like that within your state or within your city area. Number 11 is private foundations. So I've heard mixed things here about private foundations. Some people say they're a great place to go to. Some people say they're too difficult. The way to find foundations is the foundationcenter.org. It's a website, but you can get free access to it through most libraries. I know here in Denver, the Denver Public Library has an office where you can go to there is an employee there who specializes in searching on the Foundation Center website because it is kind of complicated. And they can help you narrow down your search to find private foundations that are specifically connected and specifically support projects like yours. Once you have found some foundations that you think are a good match for you, the best way to approach them is to reach out and make an in-person connection. If you know somebody connected to that organization, obviously that's gonna be the best. But um, what you really wanna do is try to get an in-person meeting with a program officer there. You can also sometimes find private foundations if you look at the end of documentaries, especially like documentaries on PBS, you can go on there and see if there's a film somewhat similar to yours. Fast forward to the very end of the credits and look for the organizations or the um, foundations that supported the making of that film. Number 12 is corporations. Okay, so now we're talking about going to big businesses and asking them for money. Now, a lot of them are going to give money through foundations. So you may have already found them through number 11, the Foundation Center. If you don't find any sort of record of donation through foundations, you can then reach out to the marketing department and see if 
they would make a donation in exchange for some sort of a sponsorship, basically, type of deal. Maybe you could do product placement. Maybe you can include their logo in your products, um, your DVDs and things like that. But when you reach out to a corporation in this type of context, they are going to want to know the benefit for them. And they're always going to want something in return for that donation. Most often, they're going to want exposure with a specific audience. So in this instance, you are really going to need some numbers, you know, as best as you can come up with about your specific demographic, uh, your specific audience, facts and figures for who your film will reach, where they live, how many people will see the film, when and where, and then the, the opportunities that they're going to have to either put in their logo or put in their products or things like that. So this could potentially be really worthwhile, but you are going to have to have your ducks in a row to show the benefit of donating to your film. And finally, number 13 is small businesses in your area. So you're not probably going to get a ton of money from the small businesses in your area, but you might get some great exposure. You might also get some really great in-kind donations. So if you need gear, if you need food, all different kinds of things can be donated that could be used for your film. So... Think outside the box here. You can look for the, the businesses in your area. You can look up the Chamber of Commerce or the Better Business Bureau. And then once you have a list of businesses you'd be interested in approaching, then the first thing that you want to do is send an email inquiry. Make some sort of chill contact first. Don't just storm into their place of business. Send them just a little email that gives a brief description of your project and who you are and say, hey, can I stop by and give you a bit more information? I won't take much time. Then you go, you're prepared to give them something with the information you want them to have, like the benefits of being a donor. Again, you could be offering them free publicity. Um, you should also have a list of things that you would be able to use for the film for a potential in-kind donation. Um, and then you should also have a list of local references, if you can, uh, perhaps well-known people in the community that know you and support your project. So that's it for my basic outline of funding sources and funding strategy Again, a lot of these come from the book Shaking the Money Tree by Maury Warshawski. Um, there's a lot more information in that book. So he goes into so much detail and there's actually a lot of really great um, sort of side stories from people who've done specific things. So I recommend checking that out. Um, Seed and Spark, as I've mentioned, and The Art of Film Funding by Carolee Dean, which goes even more into things like creating a trailer and writing grant proposals. So those books will also be helpful for you and I will link to them in the show notes. So go check out mydocjourney.com and have a great week. Mm -hmm.